Welcome to Got You Covered, presented by Hickok and Boardman Insurance Group, the podcast where we unpack the countless ways in which insurance affects our lives, and so you can properly manage your unique risk. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Got You Covered, presented by Hickok and Boardman Insurance Group. I am your host, uh, Ryan Lee, and I'm a client advisor here at Hickok and Boardman. Today, we are talking about all things the experience mod for workers' compensation, and I brought in two of probably the most knowledgeable people that I know when it comes to workers' workers' compensation. Uh, Jen Barrett, she's the VP and Director of Risk Management here at Hickok and Boardman, and Lindsay Farah, Risk Management Advisor here at Hickok and Boardman. Welcome to the podcast, Lindsay. Thanks for having us, Ryan. We're happy to be here. And welcome, Jen. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, let's let's talk about this. This is kind of like a a key differentiator for us in our industry, and uh, and Hickok and Boardman we're the experts of workers' compensation, right? But for those who um, don't even know what it is, what is experience mod what is your experience mod so your experience mod is something that compares you directly to others within your industry that are like size businesses with similar class codes of employees the experience mod generates data from three years of loss history excluding the current policy term why does it exclude the current term? Because it's undeveloped yet. So sometimes those losses are still open with exposure that could be growing, and we wouldn't want that to negatively impact your mod. It's also a factor that's multiplied by your premium, so it's a big deal when you're looking at the end cost of what your workers' compensation is. Yeah, okay. That's great. So I, <laughs> I, I'm sitting there listening to it, and I'm like, I'm following that. Like that, that makes total sense to me. The average business owner might be asking, okay, like, that's great. I, so I have this experience mod. It assesses me on how safe I am with my peers. Why should I care about that though? What, like, why is that a big deal? Like, what do I even have any control over that? Yeah. So workers comp is one of the most expensive lines of insurance for your business. And it's actually one of the only lines of insurance that we can control. So here at Hickok and Boardman, we have a really robust value-added service team that helps you with your experience mod, your loss control, and your exposures. So as part of that, we have to look at the long picture with your experience mod. So if you come to us and your mod is a 1.0, that's industry average. So for me, I look at that and I say, we're doing okay. We're passing high school. That's a C. (laughs) But I want to be better than average. So I want to be below a one. And if I'm below a one, that's better than average. So that's, again, comparing you directly to your competition. Passing with great grades. Yes. (laughs) If that's above a one, then you're quote unquote worse than average. That's okay. That's why we're here because we can help you with that. So when you have a mod that's above a one, that can actually impact you, especially if you're in an industry such as construction, where you're bidding on jobs. You have to build in that increased cost that you're paying in your workers' compensation premium because your mod is above a one. And sometimes that can limit the ability to bid on some of these jobs because they will specifically say, you may bid on this job if your mod is a one or below. Wow. That's, I, that's crazy. 
I think there's other things too, such as bringing people back to work, um, using occupational health clinics. Those are all ways that we can control claim costs. And let's be honest, claims are really what makes your experience mod on the higher side. So there's certain things that we can do from a safety perspective and from a claim management perspective to lower your mod. Okay. So um, is it a pretty easy calculation or how is how is how is that calculated i mean it's i know it's a little complicated so is there equals mc square yeah (laughs) yeah how does how do how do you how do you calculate it and like what you know what types of claims are are factored in is are all claims counted like how does this thing work yeah there's expected losses for your industry and the the easiest way to explain it is your actual losses over what's expected of yours um i think Yeah, so as part of that, um, to Jen's point, so there's your actual versus expected. So for example, if you have a year where you have a huge growth in payroll, then your expected losses are going to increase. But if you continue to put in good data, that'll actually help drive your mod down. So not only is it limiting the losses that you're having, but it's also continuing to stay stable in your payroll or grow. So sometimes we'll see people who have actually had a significant decrease in payroll, but they haven't had any more losses and we will see the mod go up a couple points. That happens um, often. And again, we want you to understand that your expected losses change as your payroll changes. Interesting. So um, as I'm looking at this, then I'm thinking, you know, if I'm putting myself in the shoes of a business owner, and I'm thinking, boy, how can I make this better? I'm having some claims, but a lot of small claims. I'm going to ask you, can I uh, just pay? Can I just pay for some of these claims? Is it going to affect my EMOD? How does it affect my EMOD? Should I pay uh, maybe medical-only claims if nobody's worth losing time? How do, what's your re- recommendation there? That's a great question, Ryan, and we actually get that question a lot from clients and prospects. So um, that question is very state-specific. So I will first comment on um, Vermont, and this is applicable to Vermont, New Hampshire. Um, those claims, when you pay out-of-pocket, are not necessarily beneficial to you. You're already paying your workers' compensation premium, and in those states, they're deducted by 70% in your experience mod. We have done projections where we have added three to five of those medical-only small claims into your mod and taken them out, and it doesn't even change it by a point. The rule that states in Vermont and New Hampshire that's first state only truly is first state only, can have no follow-up visits, no restrictions from work, and is really just one visit. So it's very specific, and sometimes people don't understand that whole picture. In New York, it is a little different because in New York, those um, small claims are not deducted in your experience mod by 70%. All claims go in at full value. The rule, however, is written very similar. It is supposed to be a first state only claim. They cannot have more than two appointments and they can't have um, more than two days missed from work. So again, if you had specific questions about an incident that occurred and you wanted our opinion on whether or not that should be something you should pay out of pocket, definitely reach out to us with those specific examples. Interesting. We also see a lot of people that consider first aid only claims, um, claims that we wouldn't consider first aid only claims. So truly, the the law is meant for first aid only, like scratches, something that you could treat on site, uh, but you go to the clinic anyway. 
we see a lot of people put in strains, sprains, things that really have significant development potential. Those, in our opinion, should never be considered a first aid only claim. Um, there's just too much room for potential development, as I said before, and we see those claims typically blow up. Um, and then if you haven't reported into the carrier, then you have a problem because the carrier, by the time they actually get it, it's whatever, 10 days, 20 days down the line, and they don't have the investigation time to really determine or control anything there. Interesting. The other piece on that, too, with the first aid only claims, which a lot of people don't understand, is you actually still have to file the first report of injury in your state, and you have to file it with the Workers' Compensation Board or the Department of Labor. So those still do have to be submitted there. They don't necessarily have to go to the carrier at that point, um, but they do still need to be filed at the department level. Hmm. Interesting. So if I'm so before I came to Hickok and Boardman, uh, I actually was in the nonprofit space. I led a nonprofit uh, in the region for a while, and um, for me, a big thing was budgeting. How do I plan ahead? How do I think? Well, what is this going to cost? Like my payroll is the same, but is my cost going to change still? Um, can you predict? what an EMON is going to be. Absolutely. So that's something that our agency does that's very unique is we do um, experience mod projections. And the timing of that is very critical. So when we do that, um, it's about seven months prior to your renewal because your mod is actually calculated, even though you don't have it yet, six months prior to your, to your renewal. And that data is given by your carrier, by your workers' compensation carrier, at that six-month mark. So we like to get ahead of it because if we see that there's any losses that have open reserves that could potentially be taken down, we work with the carriers to take those down. And again, both um, Jen and I and uh, another on our team were licensed adjusters um, in Vermont, New York, and New Hampshire. So we have that experience to work with our carriers adjusters and assist them in making the right call when it comes to those reserves. We are able to put this through our software and we are able to project what your mod's going to be. And that's usually within, you know, a point or two. Um, so you have that data way ahead of time and you can plan from a budgeting perspective. That's awesome. I would also say inflated mods typically come from people not looking at their claim data. Um, oftentimes overstated reserves end up in experience modifications. And it's so unfortunate because the the employer or the business is going to be penalized for something that they're never going to end up using and that's why it's such a big part of our process at Hickok and Boardman at, lo at looking at reserves prior to the mod being calculated I was going to say have you come across situations where um, maybe a prospective client uh, had a miscalculated experience mod and we brought that to their attention it's how we win a lot of business honestly i mean we when we have the experience mod worksheet and loss runs that is the one thing we look at is how much money has been left on the table here and it's it's unfortunate for the client because they don't realize that they have to look at it in the time frames that they have to look at it or even what a claim is worth in their opinion um we're lucky enough to know that if we see a shoulder replacement claim, we can generally put a figure on that and know that it's within the ballpark. Um, but if there's like a minor meniscus claim reserved for $100,000, we know that we've got probably 70000 too much on that. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Real dollars yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, what is um, another really popular question that you are often asked? I would assume um, multiple states 
can be an interesting question related to experience mod, right? I'm a business owner, maybe in New York, but I've got employees working in Vermont and New Hampshire. Yeah, I mean, I would say that, uh, so again, the the applicable states, so the New York state won't have the discount and the experience mod, but the other states will. And again, it goes by the class code. So your your projected experience mod or your experience mod is going to be tailored to what that class code costs per state. Um, so again, we see, you know, a lot of times where somebody has, uh, say, for example, they're, an, they're a New York employee, but they're working in Vermont, um, and the claim kind of follows them to where they're treating and where, they're, where their paycheck comes from. So that is a great question, Ryan. Interesting. Well, <clears throat> this has been good. I'm sure we could talk about the experience mod for like 12 hours straight because we all get really excited about it. But if anybody out there listening is is curious about their experience mod, uh, reach out to our team at Hickok and Boardman. We can certainly help answer your questions or at least give you some guidance. Uh, any parting words for the listeners today, Jen or Lindsay? No, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for having us and we look forward to hearing from you. Awesome. This has been another episode of Got You Covered, presented by Hickok and Boardman Insurance Group. We'll see you next time.